Welcome to the Mixed and Melted Podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically, and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Mixed and Melted. Hi, everyone. Elle Ballard is here. And today I want to talk to you about women, money, and culture. It's one of the questions that I want to be, I I want us to sort of think about while we're having this um, chat today. How have your background limit of favor you? I was born in the Republic of Kazakhstan, and I was part of USSR at a time. Now it's a separate country. My childhood was a very happy childhood. My parents worked hard to provide for us, for all of our kids in the family. Both of my parents always worked full-time jobs. And then in addition to that, they worked at Dacha. And Dacha was uh, a popular thing during the Soviet times, especially where a lot of people would go um, and plant lots of vegetables. So it's basically vegetables and fruits. It's basically an outside cottage um, in the suburb outside of the city with land attached to it. So there will be several acres of land attached to it where people will plant vegetables and fruits and my family planted vegetables and fruits there starting in the late spring or late to late summer months every year and then they would sell that um, harvest collected at the local farmer markets and this provided additional supplemental income for our family to be able to afford things such as music school education for me and my sister, which was a private music school, um, and uh, which my parents, of course, had to pay for. And I still remember the joy I experienced when I delivered, when I was delivered a brand new piano to my door. Oh, it was amazing. A few kids from my neighborhood came to celebrate with me. And, you know, it was one of the highlights of my childhood. And I still remember, I remember this whole experience to this day. You know, USSR was an interesting place to live in. We didn't have a lot of the, some of the basic needs that we, basic things that we have right now. Um, we didn't have bottled water, for example. And uh, some houses didn't even have refrigerators at a time. So getting my own real piano delivered to me was a huge celebration for me as a child. And you can probably tell that I still remember that excitement. And uh, what I learned from that experience is to be grateful, really to be grateful for things that come um, and that if we really want something, they come, we receive it. Another thing I want to say is the country I grew up in is a predominantly Muslim uh, country where women are first and foremost were expected to get married, have children, They can have a career, but their family and kids should come as a priority. And that was just expected by the society. 
you know, a lot of women, highly educated women, capable of so much more in their lives, but society norms are usually pretty heavy and something that people are expected to follow and not question. And this was the reality for women in Kazakhstan. And I'm so glad that today, seeing more and more women today are living, you know, questioning all these beliefs and living happy lives and being able to make their life decisions based on their desires and not only what expected of them by society. And for that matter, you know, Kazakhstan, as, as well as a lot of Asian, um, you know, countries, a very, is a very collectivistic society. You know, it's normal to have family members involved in one business supporting each other. Right. So so everything that's achieved is is in a lot of times and in a lot of cases is achieved by a group of people. And a lot of the times it's of close family members. And that's what I mean by collectivistic society. Right. So each family members work different side of the business, for example, but everyone works in the same business in the same company, but in different roles and the whole family benefits from it. And when I say family here in this case, I really mean an extended family members. So it could include sisters and brothers and brother-in-law and sister-in-law and so on and so forth. You know, and in some other countries, I know that it's believed that older siblings should achieve things first in life and kind of lead the way for younger siblings than to follow them, right? Which is really interesting. Uh, to see as opposed to a U.S., for example, a society where U.S. society is a, is a more individualistic society where individual achievements are connected to the person's wishes and desires and abilities, right? And so this is, all of this is shaped, all of this shapes our beliefs and our cultural upbringing shapes our beliefs and norms. So again, growing up in my country, I saw a lot of people working very hard to earn money, including my parents. And this formed my opinion of money and hard work. You know, I always thought I have to work hard to make a lot of money and there is no other way about it. And so this belief was part of my growing up experience and part of my finding a job, um, working my job. Uh, working on the weekends very often without a paid overtime until I started uncovering what that belief meant for me and how it influenced my decisions. And until I started seeing more and more people living differently, and then I started asking myself the right questions. And then I started realizing that this belief is no longer truth for me. So question I want to ask you while we're having this conversation today on women, money, and culture is what did you hear from your teachers, from your family members, or others about money growing up in your culture? And how do you think that favored or limited you later in life? You know, we have different views that help us form our reality to receiving and giving money in life based on our background and culture. And while we are building our businesses as a multinational woman and looking to make more money and grow, it is important to understand what our core beliefs are and how they shape our beliefs today and how our 
culture might be shaping our beliefs today. And it is a journey every step of the way. And as we grow and understand, we can uncover some things that might be holding us back, right? So we can grow and receive more. And what I find also is a lot of people are afraid of success. A lot of people are afraid of abundance and what comes with it, right? You know, speaking with someone who, in my eyes, have achieved a lot of success and complimenting her and her success, it was interesting how that person brushed that off. And she told me that she hears everybody around her complimenting her and, and congratulating her on her success, but she she cannot she's not realizing it she's not letting herself fully experience it you know she she downgrades it she 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 shies away from it she discounts it she's sort of telling herself not yet right i'm not going to celebrate it yet and so that is very interesting and that is something that you know some of us might have to work on you know and um Another example could be, you know, another person I talked to who is working on opening her own nonprofit organization. And we talked about financing that project. And, um, you know, when we discussed, you know, possible ways of raising money and, and financing that whole project and how to start and where to start, I'm, I'm hearing her telling me that she does not necessarily need a lot of financing. So, so, you know, she's she's telling me how she can promote it herself. She can uh, do word of mouth, you know, create her own invitations, you know, create her own things, right? And that there will be no cost to it or not a lot of cost to it, right? But my darling, the cost will be your time, your precious time and your precious energy, right? And I know we, you know, Women are amazing givers and nurturers, um, and we are, we we do do that, and that is, um, and a lot of men are too, right? It, we just human beings, we we are structured like that, and we love giving. We we give a lot at um, you know per percentage from the membership fees goes to benefit um, organizations, um, nonprofit organizations that benefit single moms, um, kids refugees and we love giving back to those organizations definitely here at women of the world network but i also believe we need to it's important to fill our own cups first too you know uh it's important to have a big why a big meaning and all of that that still connects but it, all of that still connects to how we make money right and how we make it profitable and how do we grow and i definitely want to see more women giving back to themselves so that there is an equal balance in her life of giving and receiving. So understanding how we give and receive money and how that is influenced by our upbringing, our cultures, our backgrounds is very important. And that brings me back to the question I asked at the beginning. How do you think your background has favored or limited you in your life? And in your abilities to receive and give money. 
You know, I've recently worked through my own money archetype and discovered some of the most amazing things about myself. Giving ourselves permission to be who we are is so important. And that brings me back to the authentic nature of our women at Women of the World Network and giving ourselves permission to fully, truly step into our own truth is a blessing. So that we need to know who we are. And when we understand that and we fully accept that, we create magic with that. And in conclusion of our conversation today, I'd love to have a quick casual conversation with you about what money and culture role it played in your life and how it might limit or favor you. And to have that quick conversation, you can book a chat with me by going to calendly.com forward slash L Ballard. And I will be happy to have that conversation with you. And that's calendly.com forward slash L Ballard. And with that, I had a pleasure today sharing this with you. And I look forward to speaking again next month on our podcast.